Want to bet? Then get in on the action at Sports Interaction. Baseball season's right around the corner. March Madness is like a couple weeks away. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com SDPN or in Ontario, download the app now using the QR code that's on the bottom of the screen or if it's in the link in the description. Or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus, please play responsibly. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? It actually happened. It actually happened. Kyle Dubas made a big trade. He did it at 10.50 p.m. on a Friday night when nobody was expecting it to happen. You know, Steve Dangle is currently high as a kite, not ready to make a video. And he's going to make one in the morning. So expect that on his YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Steve Dangle. You can listen to it there. Um, but nobody expecting it. There were no rumbles, nothing. Just out of nowhere, Ryan O'Reilly is now a Toronto Maple Leaf. I was actually at hockey while it happened. And I missed it. It came like an hour like after I got off the ice. I noticed like, oh, Ryan O'Reilly is a Leaf. And then I had to rush home and make the trade. And like my dog's here, Waffles. She's very excited for the trade. Waffles is very happy about the trade. She's currently wearing her Leafs t-shirt. Waffles, what do you what do you think? Are you happy? She put on her Leafs t-shirt because she's very happy about Ryan O'Reilly being a Leaf. Okay, get get down, Waffles. So before we get started in breaking down the trade, let's explain the trade. There's a lot of moving parts here, so hang tight. I'm going to read this from the Toronto Maple Leafs Twitter account. They wrote, We have acquired Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari in a three-team trade with St. Louis and Minnesota. St. Louis receives Mikhail Abramov and Adam Gaudet, Toronto's first-round pick in 2023, Ottawa's third-round pick in 2023, and Toronto's second-round pick in 2024. Minnesota receives Toronto's fourth-round pick in 2025. St. Louis will retain 50%, and Minnesota will retain 25%, of Ryan O'Reilly's salary as part of the trade. The Leafs have also received Josh Pilar from the Minnesota Wild as part of the transaction. Now, I don't know a heck of a lot about Josh Pilar, and we're not going to start there because I don't think Josh Pilar is what people clicked on this video for. So let's get into what this means now that the Leafs have Ryan O'Reilly. I spoke about this about three weeks ago at the Steve Dangle Podcast Live event in Kingston. The original dream that Kyle Dubas had was to run three centers out there. Three bona fide scary centers in Austin Matthews, John Tavares, and Nazem Kadri. That was the original dream for the team. And then Nazem Kadri went and did Nazem Kadri things and forced Kyle Dubas' hand. And he got over to Colorado and eventually won a Stanley Cup. So it worked out for him. But it never really worked out for the Leafs. Because they never made it past the first round, and they never kind of recreated that team that they had there. And Kyle Dubas went out. He got Ryan O'Reilly. You heard what he had to pay for it. But now the Leafs have that dynamic once again. They can match lines with anybody. And I know a lot of Leafs fans were advocating for getting Timo Meyer because right now the Leafs' wing depth has been shaky. Nobody's kind of wanted to just grab hold of a top six role on the left side and solidify their spot there. So you go get Timo Meyer, you plug him in. But great thing about Ryan O'Reilly, in situations where you need a winger in the top six to play with Matthews and Tavares and Nylander and Marner, you have it. Ryan O'Reilly is a great hockey player and has the ability to hop up in that top six and play one of those wing roles in those situations where you're really pushing for a goal. 
The power play is now exponentially better because you have another threat in Ryan O'Reilly that can play on PP2, I assume. They'll use him there. Who knows? Maybe on PP1. And I think all Leafs fans should be very happy that the Leafs didn't have to give up anything off the roster. They were able to get the salary retention through two teams to keep the core of the starting lineup intact. Nobody off of the active roster had to move. It's two players who are down with the Marlies. And the most exciting thing, I think, for a lot of Leafs fans who are scouring the trade market and hoping that Kyle Dubas does a big deal, they didn't have to give up Matthew Nyes. They still have Nyes. Nyes can play with this team come playoff time. I think that's a huge, huge win for Kyle Dubas. I don't know. If I'm grading this trade, I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I think the fact that you got two teams to retain salary, nobody off the active roster, you now have this three-headed monster down the middle and center, you still have Matthew Nyes. This is a great trade, I think, for Kyle. Before I sat down to record, I actually tweeted out uh, for questions from you, the listener. So I'm gonna wanna, I want to run through those and get some of your reaction to the trade. This one is from Josh. Josh writes, I don't think they're done, but I'm also not sure who they would go after. Thoughts? Josh, I think that's very interesting because if the Leafs want to make another move, a roster player has to go. Whether it's one of the wingers and you're bringing in a new winger to fill that slot, whether it's a defenseman, whether you're trading a winger for a defenseman, the Leafs currently have zero cap space according to Cap Friendly. They are right up against it with this trade. That's why it has to be double retained. So we're going to have to see... Somebody like Alexander Kerfoot at the out the door who makes $3.5 million if the Leafs want to bring in any type of salary, a player has to go. And I don't think they're done either. I think Kyle Dubas is, is the king of the little moves, and this is the big move. And so he still has his little moves in him. I can see them acquiring a depth defenseman. I can see them going after a bigger name as well and moving out some of those roster players that they didn't have to give up in this Ryan O'Reilly trade. This question is from at that look in your eye. Really questioning why Minnesota was the third team involved in the Ryan O'Reilly trade to re- for retention reasons. Seems like an odd decision for a team already in cap trouble because of questionable choices. Does that mean they're out as buyers? One, I would think so. I don't think Minnesota's in a p- position to be buying at this deadline. Bill Guerin's always kind of tinkering with the lineup. He's very creative in the way he does his general managing, and I don't think Minnesota's in a position to buy. And the reason that they can retain Ryan O'Reilly's salary is because it it expires at the end of this year. So with Minnesota, their situation is they're going to have Zach Parise and Ryan Suter on the books till forever. And those salaries for the next couple of years are in the six and seven million dollar range each. So they're not in a position where they should just be taking on more long-term salary. But Ryan O'Reilly isn't that. It's literally a four-month what is it? Whatever's left in the season is when they're going to have the salary on the books. And it's not not that expensive. They have the room right now to do it. Why not just take the free pick from the Leafs, the fourth round pick in 2025, and just eat a couple million? I don't hate it. Robert said, were you planning on sleeping early tonight? No, I was not because I usually don't. So no plans foiled here. This one's from EF Deves. I like the trade, not too expensive either. I guess the only question I have, when you announce a big, quote, trade really late on a Friday night, what do you hope for? Everyone to be tired and or a bit drunk. I think it's a little bit of trolling by Kyle Dubas for this to be announced in the middle of the night on a Friday night. This one's from Alex Dockrill. Dubas gets the playoff type guy and also Con Smythe winner. Nolachari, low key part of this deal, but depth at center. 
I don't know how much time he's going to get in the lineup, but a depth centerman never hurts. He did play nine games in the playoffs for the Florida Panthers last season. No points, no assists, no goals, no pims. He wasn't put up zero numbers for them, but it doesn't hurt to have depth. And it seems like a free piece to come along with Ryan O'Reilly, the piece you really wanted. And when we could expect Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari to be in the Leafs lineup, Elliot Friedman tweeted, they are scheduled to arrive for tomorrow's game versus Montreal. It's a quick turnaround, but it will be very exciting for them to debut versus Montreal, Hockey Night in Canada, Saturday night. That'd be pretty cool. And if you want more of an in-depth breakdown, this is kind of spur of the moment, middle of the night for me. Check out In the Morning, youtube.com slash Steve Dangu is going to have a full breakdown there of the trade. Going to go a little bit more in-depth to the pieces that came in and came out. That's it for me. The Leafs actually did a thing. It's unbelievable. Can you believe it? I'll see you back here very shortly. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Powered by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.